Hello, my good friends. Welcome to another episode of The Lamar Show. Thanks for joining. Today, I'm speaking to a musician. It's all about the bass. I've been fortunate enough to have him play in my band for a number of years now. He's also played for uh, Boy George, for Craig David, for Roy Ayers, and many, many, many others. Once again, a wealth of knowledge for anyone trying to get into the music industry, or if you're just a bit nosy and you want to know what it takes to get into the music industry, just because today's guest is Dean Mark. Let's go. We're here in the in in Dean HQ. Do you have a name for this place? <laughs> I'm surrounded by musical instruments. There, yeah. He's just sitting by a, a, a wall of bass guitars. Yeah, there's a wall. So. There literally is a wall. <laughs> I looked behind me. I had to look behind me. There's literally a wall of bass. one, two, three, four. But I mean, there's I don't, I don't know yeah. twelve, thirteen, and then there's bass bass up. There's guitars over there. There's drums. There's What's that? Is that not a xylophone? What's that? The um, oh, the chimes. The, the chimes. The... Tambourines. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Tambourines. Oh, amps. Yeah. Oh, my daughters love it in here. Screens. You know, when they come in, they just want to touch everything. You You're know? good. You let the daughters. You let your daughters come in here and run, run of free. Course. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, you know, when I was growing up, have you lost a lot of it, things then? It, no, no, they're, they're good like that. <laughs> oh, you, good. you know what I mean? I mean, if, if if my dad had a studio when I was growing up, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> So I, you know, whenever they want to come in, I, I, I let them in and let them play around and, you know what I mean? Because it, it might be just that one little thing that makes yeah. them think, oh man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love music. I and, then, to... and then the journey begins, right? And that's it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I, don't, I don't force them like, oh, come to the you know, listen to this or I just let them at their own pace at their Find. own time just... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know, uh, I'm not sure whether you saying, oh, no, they're good like that, means they're good like that or they know the look. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've trained them for the look. <laughs> and when that look comes, they know, uh, maybe I shouldn't pull out this this uh, <laughs> this power lead. I'll leave it in. Daddy's giving me that look. Nah, they're they, 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 they good girls. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's more boys like to find out, how does this work? Well, first yeah. I have to take it apart. Yeah. Do you oh, know? whoa. Whoa, whoa, that was that that's, was me. That's a boy. I, yeah. I was definitely like that. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is really nice. Two days later, you're inside it <laughs> with, with your dad looking up. Why did you do that? I've had it for 25 years and you've been around for two minutes. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, Dane, man, um, uh, where do we start, man? Where do we start? You've had a very long journey as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where did it start? Where, where did, what is your, uh, what is your earliest memory of, um, you know, when, when, you know, you just said you, when your kids come in, you just let them roam around and hopefully something, sp- you know, gives them that spark. What is your earliest memory of when you had a spark? Your eyes lit up like, wow, well, I love this. <clears throat> it's funny you should say that. Um, well, my earliest memory of that kind of thing is actually my first ever memory. Oh. And I, I, I was, I was about two years old, and um, I think one of one of my elder brother was at school, and the other one was at a nursery, hit wherever. And um, I had to stay with my mum. I remember she was doing something. She was like, uh, okay, look, I need to just sit you down here just for a minute. Can you just, just sit here for a minute? And I'll be with you very shortly. And what she did, we had one of those old little record players. You know, the one with the arm. You know, when you lift up the arm and it repeats yeah, the record. Yeah. So we, she put on this little, 40, you know, the little 45 yeah, yeah. small seven-inch records. And yeah. she, she put one of that one of that on. And it, it, it was... <clears throat> The record was Sha La 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 
by Al Green. Oh, yeah, yeah. And in the track, you remember there's there's like I think it, the name of the instrument is called the guira. It goes yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just transfixed by that sound. I was like, what's that sound? I would just be looking at the speaker, just hearing this in the tune and and then it would go around and the arm would do you know what I mean? Yeah, and the record yeah. would just repeat. And that was you. That, all she had to do was put on a, a good record that I liked and I would just sit That's you. Just and just be transfixed, transfixed by the music. And that was it. Yeah. You know, music was always the thing that could just get me to concentrate, to... Zone out. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was that. It's funny how uh, you, you said the Reverend Al Green mm. was singing on the track. And what attracted you was the Aguero. <laughs> in amongst the soul, sultry sounds of one of the greatest soul legends and the bass and the guitar, everything that was going on, he heard the Aguero. <laughs> but think about it. Have you have you heard that on any other kind of soulful record or anything like that? No. no it's no. just, yeah, 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 yeah. it's totally unique. Yeah, so you know like, what I mean? What is that? Have they got a locust? <laughs> on the record <laughs> then you realise no and you research <laughs> and you, you found it out and that's cool that's cool yeah. so, so alright so you know I know you as you know a talented musician uh, in my band predominantly obviously on the bass mm. has that always been your instrument of choice um, no I actually started on guitar when I was about nine or ten. Nine. Oh, so you play yeah. So what happened was I have an auntie of mine who's um, not not too much older than than myself, but um, probably about six or seven years older than me. And um, she had a guitar, but didn't really play it on whatever. And my grandmother said, send the guitar over to Dean. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Out of all the grandkids or whatever, oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. She uh, said, "Send the guitar over to Dean." What? And, why do you um, think she said? Did, did she know? Did she see that you? Were... I have no idea wow. why. Out because there was, I mean, she had a lot of grandchildren, so there was mm. plenty to choose from. Yeah, yeah. But specifically, she said, "Send it to Dean." Wow. So she sent. Were me... you the youngest? Um, no, I wasn't the youngest at all. Just okay. No, wow. no, 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 no. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so they sent his guitar, and it was it was like one of those kind of you know country kind of acoustic guitars. It was it was oh, beautiful, yeah. but um, I I had it for a while, and you know I didn't know what to do with it, and and my dad was like, you know, he used to work nights on the bus. He's like, boy, you need to stop that thing, you know. <laughs> so I I couldn't even get to play it, oh. and then one day, um, a teacher at my primary school was like, I'm doing guitar lessons. And I was like, oh, I've got a guitar, I've got a guitar, I've got a guitar. So I went and uh, so I just said, right, I want to do the guitar lesson. So nice. he said, all right, it's it's going to be on next week, Wednesday or whatever it was, you know. So I took the guitar and went down and she tuned it up for me. And, and she, you're like, oh, that's how it's meant to sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, she tuned it up and then she showed me, you know, it's just like a series of chords. And, you know, I learned my first chord and it was like, wow, okay. And I I just kind of, I stuck with it for a few years. Oh, so a few years. That's yeah, yeah, just a, a few regular. Years. That's that's good. Yeah, you know, just yeah. you're competent. Just, yeah, just just you know, trying to jingle jangle away on, on whatever. But I dropped it for for about five years or so. Yeah. Um, Any reason? 
Because I, as a... What was her name? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, as a young teenager, I, I, I got into acting. I got into a lot of acting. You call and, her um, acting? I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, different kind of name, but okay, fair enough, acting. <laughs> You're so funny. You're so funny. <laughs> acting. But yeah, as, as a young teenager, I mean, um, you know, just like in school and stuff, I was, I loved drama at school and... and um, one of my teachers at school, um, in secondary school at that point, kind of really um, noticed that I was quite, you know, excelling. Nice. And um, she took me and I joined different youth theatres and stuff like that. And even ended up in the National Youth Theatre and, oh, and stuff like that. Yeah, Super confident kid. <laughs> see, I, I wouldn't call myself confident. I just knew that I could, you know, like sometimes when you see someone do something, you think, yeah. mm, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, can do, I can do that. You're all right. Yeah. <laughs> but I know I can do it better. I can do it better. Do you know what I mean? I, I just had that thing in me. It wasn't confidence. Yeah. It's just like, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whilst I was doing the acting thing, and this is, we're talking like mid, late 80s now, Prince came along. It, it turned oh, my eyes. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? And um, man, it, I, I don't know if you remember, like at that time, it was like you were, you were either one of two camps. Yeah. You were either... In the Michael Jackson yeah, camp. Yeah, Michael or Prince. Yeah, or yeah. the Prince camp. I yeah. was kind of nicely right in the middle. I was going to say, me too. I was but, like, yeah, yeah. But just slightly leading towards Prince because he yeah. played all the these instruments. The musicality was a lot, yeah. Because I used to love, like, looking at the... My, my brother bought quite a few of the, you know, the, the Prince albums. Yeah. And, you know, those are the days when they were on records and you would, you know, you'd open them up and you'd read the credits. And uh, it just said, all instruments, you know, played by Prince and stuff like that. That's crazy. And itself. I was like, where's that guitar? <laughs> <laughs> where's that guitar? Do you know what I mean? Why did I drop it? Let's go, let's go. <laughs> and so I got back into that, you know. And, um, yeah, that, you know, Prince just, just really... Um, reignited my 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 passion for music yeah what yeah. what do you think it was specifically apart from like obviously you played everything but what did you find was was it just purely the musicality of it or was was there something about him or a particular song that you heard or something that that made you think wow this this prince dude. i don't know it's one is it's because yeah the the fact that he played everything but he just made it look so cool yeah. <laughs> do you know what i mean he wasn't a nerd he wasn't yeah. he was like the, the, you know other than michael jackson the, yeah. the, the coolest guy on earth was yeah. prince you yeah, know? Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. made it look so cool and he didn't just play guitar do you know what i mean yeah. he was keyboards he was a monster do you know yeah. what i mean and listening to the records you could hear you know especially on the first couple of albums he was a mean drummer. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh man. How can you be good at everything? And he's singing and everything. I just thought, oh, that's yeah. incredible. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I just thought, no, it's cool to play an instrument, man. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just, yeah. just just, try and stick with it and learn it. And that just, just got me. It just totally got me that, yeah, you can learn an instrument and be seriously cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Was that the time that you thought, Do you know what? I actually want to be on stage doing this. Or was it, were you just thinking, do you know what, I just want to get better at playing this because he's cool doing it. Like, well, you know, what time did you, at what point did you think, I actually want to do this. Like, well, yeah. not a nine to five, I want to do this. Yeah, well, it, it that period lasted for quite a few years because, I, you know, I continued with um, the acting and the theatre and, and okay. stuff like that. And um, so you didn't drop it and run away. Yeah. And um, at that time in London, there, there were a lot of um, 
jam sessions and stuff you know the, okay. the, at one point i think in like um the mid 90s there was a, a jam like an open jam session that you could go to as, okay. as a young musician almost every day of the week every day but yes wow. whichever part of london whether it was somewhere over in um West London, like you know, like Ladbroke Grove area, or there was something in Camden Town area, yeah. or there was. Do you know what I mean? If you knew all the spots, there was literally something you could go to almost every day of the wow. week back then, and, and you can shop and you across. can just hang out and they say, uh, uh, "Yeah, can I can I get up and play a number?" Do you know what I mean? Right. And and they'll let you up. Do you know what I mean? So that for me was was just incredible, and and I and I kept going to uh, at that point. I was you know just still mainly doing theatre and stuff. How like old were you then? How old was I then? I was about twenty-two. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah twenty-one, okay. twenty-two. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold on. So teenage then. The guitar. When did that start? Guitar started when I was about nine or ten. Nine or ten. But bass started when I was about nineteen, twenty, or something oh. like that. Yeah. Because um, so I, teen then you were basically it was more acting and theatre and yeah and just a little uh, bit of tinkling and, on the side yeah, yeah a bit of, bit of music on the side all right so nineteen twenty yeah then you started doing the bass more yeah. so yeah because what happened was yeah. um, a friend of mine had a bass that he just wanted to get rid of and said oh I'm selling the bass for thirty quid do you want it I'm like yeah okay do you know what, <laughs> do you know what the lesson so far is if someone's frying away an instrument. <laughs> Pick it up for your kid. <laughs> because everybody who was discarding something gave it to Dane. And he ended up on stage. He took everything. Wow. So someone was throwing away, throwing away a guitar. You took it, throwing away a bass. You said, all right, cool. You're 30 quid. All right. Yeah. All right. So I got this little bass. And I was, you know, again, what I would do, um, you know, my brother would buy. At, at that point, my brother was, uh, my older brother, Desmond, bought a lot of lot of records do you know what I mean so yeah. I kind of listened to a lot of the stuff that he, he'd bought and, yeah. or whatever and uh, I had a little amp and I plugged my bass in and just listened to whatever was you know playing on the record I'd play along nice and uh, I just found that it even felt even better with the bass Okay. Do you know what I mean? All right, all right, all right. So and you used to do that with the guitar but once yeah, the bass was like, oh, came no, like oh, okay yeah. do you think that was you naturally sitting better with the record with the bass versus the guitar as in you were hearing oh i'm tired with this or was it I just you just so it just okay, yeah. Cool. yeah and and then um i met kind of like a long lost cousin of mine at, at that point and um he was putting together like a little band and um so i was like oh well i play guitar and he was like okay cool and he was like a little a little version of prince Oh, was you know? he could play yeah, because he could play keyboards. <laughs> he played guitar, but he was his main instrument was drums. Okay, and um, but was he as cool? Oh, he was very cool. Oh name? man, Ishmael right. Pamphili. Uh, Ishmael Pamphili. Yeah? Yes, right. yes. Shout In out to incredible, Ishmael. incredible musician. Nice. And um, yeah, so there there was a guitarist that was around at that at that point, and he was incredible. I mean, the guy could shred. So yeah, I was like, well, I can't really. <laughs> like him so Ishmael goes look man look look why don't you just play the bass and I'm like well I have one I can play a little bit and he just he he grabbed the bass from me and he showed me a few little things on the bass I was like okay he's like okay now you try that and he's like right that's that's it cool one two three do you know yeah, what I mean nice. and um yeah he was just like man on a mission do you know Ooh, what I mean yeah, he wanted yeah. to to create this little group and I felt wow okay now I'm actually playing some bass but with a drummer yeah yeah and which is different to playing on the record yeah again. just sitting yeah. in your room you know yeah. what I mean tinkling around in yeah. your room and stuff 
and I'm playing now with someone on the drums, you yeah. know, and that changed everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> took, took the love to another level. Yeah, yeah, it changed wow. everything. So were you just like rehearsing, rehearsing in where? Yeah, what, he, in his um, house. Or, yes, or? in his house, in his okay. bedroom. His his mum. I, I couldn't believe it because. <laughs> <laughs> she let him play drums to whatever hours. I'm like, I was gonna say, you as in drums or digital drums no, or drum drums. So we're talking like 1990. Okay, so forget the digital yeah, drums. So yes, we're talking. These are noisy drums. Yes, these are loud oh, wow. ass drums, and they lived on the. I remember it was that. I remember that there, there was like a railway line very close, and they lived yeah. right on the end. So there was a certain amount of noise that they could just make. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there's no one on the other side. Yeah. So he, he um, yeah, he was able to play drums to whatever. Wow. And I used to love going around there. Do you know the thing though? I think where, I, I wouldn't say it's a failing, but where as a parent, I guess now nowadays, parents are much, I hope most parents are much more open-minded than, than kind of when we were growing up. Um, when a parent sees that spark in their kid, yeah. sometimes just a step back and let them explore. Yeah, uh, you know, when I was growing up, boy, you trying to try, 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 try and play the drums. I was there was never going to be a drum in my house. Oh, what? Go, go, go. Will you come on? Will you shut up? <laughs> Can't you see I'm on the phone? Someone's trying to talk. You know, the only time that you can make if I was singing, and uh, you know, if it was a church song, even better. But if you're singing, then uh, you know, my mom might keep quiet, and just listen. Oh, Okay, so let that one go till 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 late for a little bit, you know, because it's not too intrusive. Uh, but no, you ain't playing no drums. You having a laugh? Yeah, yeah. Drums and saxophone. Because I remember right at first, I remember I wanted to play drums. I was like, Dad, can I have a drum kit? It's like, oh, oh no, 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 no. I'm not, no, I'm not, not banging upstairs. No, 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 no. Because it's like I have to, I have to, I have to. Because he, you know, he was a bus driver, so he had to do a lot of night shifts and stuff. He's like, boy, I have to sleep. Yeah, I'm not trying to crash the bus. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, no. So oh, that was no. the end of that. Dead in the water, yeah. gone. No, you ain't gonna be a drummer. No, it was not going to happen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Can you imagine Dean on drums. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it would be Dean on something quiet, <laughs> something that has headphone sockets. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it would be Dean on, basically. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, um, all right. So that took your your love to another level, playing yeah. and rehearsing. With with Ishmael, yeah, yeah, right. So did did anything come of the band? Like, did you just you just rehearsed and that was it, or did um, you actually go and try? We, we and did do a few little gigs, open like, nights um, or whatever. No, we did a couple of little gigs. At, like, a, there was a, like a local um, music um, venue, stroke pub, but it's kind of more, you know, um, more of a, of a music venue okay. there. And he he managed to get a couple of little gigs there and nice. stuff. Do you know what I mean? So it was my first experience yeah. playing live, you know. Yeah. And then January of '93. Came oh wow! Out. He, he the, the oh, month, the year. This this was when my life changed. Okay. Um, a friend of mine said, "Oh, do you know?" You know Roy Ayers, right? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I've got yeah. quite a lot of his, quite a lot of his records at home. I had, you know, probably about fifteen or twenty albums of his at that time. Oh, I mean, wow. albums, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean. Yeah. And um, he said, yeah, he's he's coming over. He's he's, he's going to be at Roy, um, he's going to be at Ronnie Scott's. Now, back in those days, right? If you ever saw an artist at, at Ronnie Scott's, they, you know, you'd be on the bill for like a week. So you play Monday to Saturday. You'll do like two sets. Like uh, the first set will probably start at nine o'clock or ten o'clock. I can't remember. And then 
the next set will start at something like midnight or do you know what I mean? It was yeah, like, yeah. you know, <clears throat> so most artists it's would almost play. like a it's almost like doing a, a West End like yeah stint yeah Matinee. residency yeah a residency yeah yeah, so, yeah 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 so each artist would 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 feature for about a week okay but Roy when he how came, long were those sets um so the sets were about an hour or an hour. so, so an know, hour twice or at minimum yeah. at, at minimum an, an hour a set okay. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. but Roy used to play three weeks at a time yeah and all of the sets were pretty much sold out. Do you know what I mean? And I remember I went to see uh, him in the first week of that little stint and my mind was blown (laughs) to smithereens. I I mean, obliterate. It was gone. Completely (laughs) like mushroom, musical mushroom cloud in my brain. It, it was just, gone. Just the musicality. Just dissipated, just gone. Oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? And um, I I just said to my friend, I'm going next week and you're coming with me and I'm going to pay for you to come with me because you've you got to see this man. <laughs> right? Do you know what I mean? And then I went the next week after that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Wow. It just, and he had this... I, I'd never heard bass like this in my life. Oh, you know, wow. the bass, I, I don't know what sound system they had in there at the time, but the bass, the sound quality of it was like it it just gave you this big hug. Yeah. Do you know ah. what I mean? <laughs> it was just rich and warm. Yeah. He had this bass player called Donald Nix. Yeah. And it was the first time I'd seen a guy play five string bass. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So he was going down there to some deep some notes, man. Um. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I thought, Oh wow. my God, <laughs> my God, <laughs> this is it. This is what oh, I want to do. Yeah. I want to sound like that. That was the, So okay, yes, wow. that guy, Donald Nix, Donald Nix, changed my life, man. Wow. Hearing that, Donald Nix and his B-string. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> changed my life. When I heard those low notes on those Roy Ayers yeah. songs, man, yeah. it just blew my mind. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Wow. And I just thought, wow, yeah. this is what, this yeah, is what wanna I want to do. Yeah, this is do what that. I want to do. Wow. Within a week, I had a five-string bass. <laughs> I'm, I'm selling everything. <laughs> I need a five string sell my car. I'm selling everything. I'm telling you. Wow. Straight. I was straight. But you remember um, Denmark Street? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was oh, straight down there. Yeah. Straight down there. Window shopping. Straight, where? Where is it? I'm telling five, you. Five strings. Yeah. And I got this Hona five string active bass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you were practicing. And oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I yeah. was, you know, buying lots of records and stuff like that, and just. Wow educating myself and yeah do you yeah. know what? it's nice though when like one again one person's journey inspires the uh, like to that extent you know because you can play in front of anyone you know and some people get a thrill from it some people get inspired by it you know mm. and then it changes their course yeah you know or makes them feel well this is doable or this is believable or yeah. oh, i need to try something you know that 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 part of live music and inspiring the next generations though to speak the yeah, next yeah, thing the next yeah. person is uh is really important you know wow. yeah even today when i think about it it just blows my mind so that was like january of 93 yeah and within six to seven years yeah it was me yeah. at ronnie scott's oh, playing bass that. with roy Ayers. oh whoa yeah full circle yeah oh man <laughs> it was dean mix <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, because 
I don't know. It, it was a, it was a weird thing how you know the kind of stars aligned. That is brilliant. So at that time, he had a saxophone player, a guy called Ray Gaskins, mm-hmm. and um, Ray he used to tour with um, an artist called Phyllis Hyman. I don't remember. Yeah, Phyllis yeah, yeah, Hyman. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big tunes, yeah. big tunes, yeah, yeah, produced by Norman Connors and yeah. those guys. And uh, yeah, he he joined Roy Ayers' band, and oh. this guy was oh my god, fierce on that alto <laughs> saxophone. This guy was a monster. Wow. Do you know what I mean? We talk about it's like a musical athlete. Yeah. This guy was, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just hench on that sax, man. Wow. This guy was crazy. You know, like when you you hear or see you know, a musician and just the amount of intensity that they have yeah. as a musician or yeah. vocal artist or anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's almost scary. Yeah, yeah, you you like, see that and whoa. you just think, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> that is some scary, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it was to that degree, his yeah. playing was, I wow. found it almost scary. Yeah, yeah. That it was just so intense. Wow, <laughs> he could this, do anything. <laughs> do you know what I mean? This guy was all about that sax, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so in... I think the latter part of 1995, I'm at home and I get a, a phone call. Hi, my name's Ray Gaskins. Um, your number was um, recommended to me. Um, I'm, I'm looking for a bass player. And I'm like, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this a joke? He's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I couldn't believe it. Oh, I couldn't man. believe he's so like, what like mm. what? So he was he was in town and he, yeah, he, needed, okay. yeah, and he was he was doing his own stuff. And uh, a friend of mine called Mark Gilmore from the States, uh, another uh, drummer from the States who I'd done, done some bits and pieces with, mm. recommended me to to Ray Gaskins. And um, he's like, yeah, I, I got a show in a couple of weeks. It's going to be me. It's going to be Jocelyn Brown, um, Kim Mazzell. Oh, and, well, um, big, big, big. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's a straight in there and, and I need you on it. I'm, Okay. Oh, uh, uh, oh, all right. Okay. So, <laughs> so, well, so, but because someone recommended you. Yeah. So, like, what had you been doing in that time then? You know, a few little bits and pieces. I, yeah. I think I I toured. I'd done my first tour at that point. Okay. I did. I did. Boy George. I toured Boy George. Boy, that's with, not um, dude. Come on, man. yeah. I was twenty three. It was my first ever tour. We toured Brazil. So, hold on. Hold on. Slow down. <laughs> so yeah. Rewind. Exactly. Rewind. Hold on a second. <laughs> so how did you get on the Boy George gig? Because again, you know, if someone listening thinking, oh yeah, you know, I I I've listened to Dean and I've seen him do this and I'd love to. Get on a, well, a gig somehow or a tour. How did you? That, well, because as I said, at that time you could. There was all these jam sessions that you could go to literally every day of the week, yeah. and um, there was one that I used to do. It was like on a Thursday night, just by um, Great Portland Street. Yeah, and uh, where the little student um, uh, bar, thing. yeah, kind yeah. of thing is. Yeah, it was downstairs in there, and um, apparently one week, Boy George's MD was just there. Okay, and he was just hanging out and, and stuff like that, and yeah. that was that. What happened was um, George's bass player fell ill, so John, after learning that um, the, you know the bass player couldn't couldn't do it, had to find a replacement, and he just said, "Oh, who's that guy that was down at that jam?" And he phoned up, uh, you know, the guy who was running the jam. He said, "You had a bass player, a young guy, um, you know, playing bass. Who was that?" And um, he he got my they managed to get my number. Oh, nice! And then one day I just got this call. Yeah. Um, it was from George's tour manager. I says hi, I'm tour manager for Boy George, and um, we've got a, a tour happening in Brazil, and uh, we'd like you to um, come and join us in Brazil. The, yeah, on the tour. That's all right. 
what you you just want me that it's not even an audition it's like no 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 we we want you and and the reason they didn't want to audition is because they already knew that because your the standard M, because, because the he, md had already seen me and was like i want that guy that means you were good <laughs> that means you'd put in the work and at and this point I still I didn't know anything of him I didn't know that I was seen or anything like that Oh, so you just, just got just, called yeah, out of the blue I'm, I'm, wow. even when he saw me he didn't even come up to me or say anything okay. so do, do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so I just got this I'm just at home and I just got this call saying can you come out in June to Brazil um, and play bass with, with Boy George uh, yeah I'm like, I uh, can. Uh, yeah <laughs> Brazil I will <laughs> and yeah. I remember I, I ran downstairs <laughs> <laughs> right, this is when I was living at home. And I said, Mom, Mom, I'm going to Brazil. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> you see, I like that. It wasn't, Mom, I'm playing for Boy George. It's, Mom, I'm going to Brazil. <laughs> and her answer was, Buy some new underwear. <laughs> Buy some new underwear. You know, it's, it's that thing, isn't it? If yeah. you get licked down, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get caught with some old crusty underwear <laughs> if you get it. <laughs> Buy some new underwear, you know. Wow. Wow. But yeah, oh, so you, you know, I had to um they sent me all the, the, the material and stuff like that. That must have been a confidence boost as well. It it was a confidence boost, but it was still very daunting. I was only twenty three, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna be playing for a just a, uh, a few years, do you know what yeah. I mean? But um, but but yeah, it, wow. it, it, it it was nice knowing that that I must have been doing the right thing. I'm, I'm definitely on the right track. Yeah, yeah. Did you ask? Did you ask the MD eventually? How? Um, yeah, like he, how? Yeah, yeah. I, I did, and he was okay. like, "Oh, I saw you at, um at the, at the jam session um on Great Portland Street," and I was like, "Okay, that's Themis, yeah, right. yeah, John Themis, yeah." yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure I've, I've met him, you know, a couple of times, John Themis. I think you have. Yeah, I'm yeah no, sure. no, you. Yeah, you now have. you said it. I'm just thinking his name. I'm like, no, no, I'm pretty sure I know John Themis. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And nice. um, yeah, I'm so grateful, you know, for him just uh seeing this young kid and and you know giving me a break. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, wow. uh, so yeah. that's how you got into actually being I mean you'd been playing in bands kind of because you'd been doing all those sessions all the time yeah yeah but actually officially on tour with someone who was right in the spotlight that was your moment yeah I mean god I mean can you I mean man listening wow. to those songs you remember like yeah. do you really Come wanna on. you know hearing those as a kid yeah do you know Come what on. I mean I was I think I was about 10 or 11 you know when those songs came out yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. then you know if, 10, 12 years later, you're in the same rehearsal room playing those songs yeah. with that guy, with that guy. on the record. Yeah, you know it's mad. I mean? That's how I. That's how it was for me. You know, when I sang with uh, Lionel Richie for the first time, I just think to myself, "Hold on, I remember watching, watching the videos and everything, mm. and this dude is saying, welcome to the stage tomorrow,' and I'm coming out <laughs> to sing his song with him, and he's there giving me all this praise, like, oh my god, this dude.'" It was a very a real yes. surreal moment. Like very surreal. Whoa, whoa! Like no matter how good you think you are, mm. when you've got someone that you respect and you've mm. listened to growing up, saying, "Yo, this dude is good," and you're on a stage with it, this is just a really strange moment for that yeah, moment. You know, yeah. eventually, like you know, <clears throat> you get to the point where you where you accept mm. what you are, what you've done, and how much you've learnt. Yeah, but there's that 
crossover moment of going from the dude who rehearses in the room and 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 wants to be yeah. to hold on, I'm on this stage. I better own this right now, yeah. so that I can make the most of it. Otherwise, you know, you you can't basically continue succeeding with the mentality of the dude in the room. Yeah, you need to at some point say, no, I belong here. And, yes, yes. And, and now I'm gonna play and show, put my flavor into it. You know. Well, that that actually have I actually met Lionel a couple of times. Oh, nice, you, nice. You, yeah, yeah. You yeah. remember the old ten room? Ten yeah, yeah, day. ten rooms. Yeah, he yeah. came down one time and okay, we, and he, you know, he just turned up. Nice. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and um, Patrick's like, ah, you, you gonna get up and sing, man? Oh, yeah, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he came up. Because, you know, sometimes when, you know, some of those American guys are on yeah, tour they or whatever, sit back, they just want to be like, no, man. We just, we, we just want to chill just, today. Just want to hang, you know. But he came up and he sang like he was getting paid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think we yeah. did like three times later and we did all night long. Oh. Man, I put all my heart and soul you, you into know that. that. You know that. You know what I mean? You know that. <laughs> Lionel's over there. I'm playing yeah. my ass. You know what I'm saying? You know the thing, I think as well, like that culture of... And I think you know, it, definitely. I've I I uh, miss it and probably would appreciate it differently and even more now. Of just musical community, yes. You know, not different camps sitting over there and there and there and there. Just mm. yeah, for real. You want to hear something? You jump on and inspire the next dude in the room to say, "Oh, do you know? I was there on that night." You know, I think those special moments are even more yeah. more needed now because everything is so instant and everything is so you know if you go to a concert everyone's got their phone out and you kind of before you've gone to the next city everyone kind of knows what the gig is already because everyone's seen it a hundred times on youtube right whereas mm. that moment the unscheduled unplanned, unplanned moment it just happened and whoa that person was in the room and whoever's in the room saw it and that is it and yeah. it's a story it's just a story yeah. <laughs> you know you know he was there on that night i don't know if he was there on that night but <laughs> you're were, telling me he was there, there were a few things like that <laughs> i know yeah. we've got slightly nah, dark, go on, great, yeah. Um, so I used to do this, you know, for the, for those of you that don't know, there was a there was a night in London, in Piccadilly, there was a club on Air Street called the Ten Room. Yeah, the host was Patrick Allen yeah. from the states who lives here, and basically it was always on a Monday night. Yeah, and you'd think that's a night where people wouldn't go out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing was people rammed, people came out, <laughs> and basically when when um, acts were on tour, Mondays pretty much would be the day off. You yeah. know what I mean. And um, people want to come out. I remember there was one particular Monday night. Um, the guys that were in Jennifer Lopez's band. Okay. Jennifer Lopez was on tour. Yeah. Um, and the guys from her band came to hang out at the Ten Room. Yeah. And um, so it's like, oh, you know, we got to let them play, man. You know, let, let some of them play. And uh, the, there was a bass player there. He was great. And he was playing. And as he was playing, they did one song. And I'm like, yeah, don't worry, you can play, play the next tune. And then he started playing and, you know, just just sat, sat just stay there on the bass. Yeah. But then Shaka Khan oh. walks up as to sing. I'm like, no, 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 give me that bass back. <laughs> I'm like, give me that bass back right now. He laughed his head up. He's like, oh, here you go, man. <laughs> there was no way. Yo, that was going on my CV. I was going to miss. <laughs> Play with Shaka. Shaka Khan Vocal, si singing man. there and me not playing. Oh, nah. hell yeah, no. Yeah, 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 I had yeah. to get that bass Do you remember what right she sang back. at all? Yes. Was it like a, it was just one she tune? She sang... Um, 
little wing, you know, like Jimi Hendrix little yeah. wing. But man, oh my <laughs> god, she tore, it, tore it to bits. She <laughs> tore this thing to pieces. <laughs> I remember she hit this note. <laughs> this high note you know like so you're holding the microphone to your mouth yeah, right? yeah, yeah. as a singer we normally do hold yeah. the mic and she hit this high note and she pulled the mic back yeah. like down towards mic her technique. hip mic technique, like, she pulled yeah. the mic down towards her <laughs> hip that far and still pure <laughs> note going through the microphone like <laughs> you know that note was clean yeah. going Proper the mic technique there yeah. um, I just thought oh my the the power, yeah. the sheer yeah. and utter yeah, she, relentless power that that woman has with her she, voice. She was given about the vocal ability of about six voices in the one voice. Do you know there. what I mean? And she Crazy. was just great. And afterwards, I had a little dance with her on a little dance floor. Oh. She's like, oh man, you can play some bass. I'm like, <laughs> you're Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> do you know oh, what I mean? Man. Yeah, no, nah, those those nights, those nights are good. Those yeah. nights are good. They, they need to do more. That has he, he stopped doing that? Well, obviously, right now he stopped doing all this stuff. But I mean, like, um, no, he no, still... no, no, he's still doing. There's a a, yeah. a place on Butramp Street called um, the Pizza Pomodoro Chiro's Pizza Pomodoro. Yeah, that's right. And it is, um, yeah, yeah, downstairs. The last time I went down there, um, I don't know if it was the last time, but one of the re- last recent times I went down there, I got there. He's like, "Oh man, you just missed her, man." I was like, "Who?" Janet was just here. Oh yeah, like, as in Jan- Jan- Jackson. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man. I'm like, no. I love the way you still got the same passion though, like the same passion for the live. I'm telling feeling you, the live vibe. I think that's that's really good. Once it gets into your DNA, that's yeah. it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, but that as you know, with like the boy George thing or whatever, that gave birth to that whole, you know me being seen and then being brought onto that so we, we kind of went round the houses but yeah, yeah. to link so, back to going so, to so uh, yes yeah, so when I was called by Ray Gaskins to to play with him um, who was the saxophone player for Roy Ayers yeah. and at that point I had done my my tour with Boy George yeah, so the confidence was there or, or whatever. Yeah, so, so yeah the, the confidence was, was there and I think the fact that I was recommended by this particular person kind of just it just cut out a lot of other things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. if he says, this is the guy, then that's cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can trust him. Yeah. And, and it was literally my first gig was playing with, with Ray and his first cousin is Jocelyn Brown and, um, and Kim Mazel. Do you know what I mean? Wow. So I had to learn all this material. How long did you have to learn? I think I had probably had about 10 days or two weeks or something like that. Yeah, so do, do, do you know what I mean? Time. Yeah. And um, so this is before the internet. This okay. is like uh, 1995 or something, you know. I think you were lucky if you had a mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> a brick. <laughs> I didn't have my phone. I feel I just got my, my mobile phone by then. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I had to meet up with him and uh, he gave me the CDs. I thought, right. I just shut myself away. I yeah. learnt those pieces, man. Yeah. Learnt those pieces because seeing him play with Roy Ayers, I kind of knew his vibe. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. knew what he would kind of like. Yeah. So, so and, I, and, I was, there. and I was already kind of very much influenced by Donald Nix, who he had toured with and, you know, with Roy and stuff. So, so I kind of knew <clears throat> the kind of feel I should come with. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And we, we did the gig. I was nervous as hell, but through my 
theatre. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The and, acting, you know, yeah. acting training. I was able to focus my nervous energy and yeah. just knuckle down and nail the gig. Brilliant. And um, so I played the gig and he uh, he went, man, gig's yours as long as you want it. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. Do you know what I mean? And, and that. Wicked. And, and through that, that gave you know, years, you know, we had years together. Oh, is it? Nice. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Loads of times. You just phone me up. Hey, Dino, man. Um, you know, <laughs> we talk. And um, he says, yeah, you know, I'm going to be doing this thing with Roy. And I said, you know what? Um, I know a lot of Roy stuff, you know. And this is me. You know, like when you see like a crack, a, crack, a hairline <laughs> crack, this tiny hairline crack in, yeah. of opportunity. Yeah. Because you know, at, at this point, there were two artists for me in the world that were like my idols, yeah. Prince yeah. and Roy Ayers. I, I mean, yeah. I collected so many of his records. I mean, to the point where there was one piece of vinyl that I bought, and this is back in 93 or something. I paid 50 pounds for this particular Whoa. record. Do you know what I mean? Whoa, back yeah. then, you yeah. know, because I, it was... It was hard to get, yeah. but it was a, a rare piece and I had to have it. Do you know what I mean? I was that much of a fan. So this particular situation came along and I said, Ray, you know, I know a lot of Roy stuff, you know. He doesn't necessarily have to bring all his band. Over. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because I said, I, if, he, if he ever called me for gig, I could cover it. I, yeah. could do, I know I could do it. Yeah. And he went, that sounds... Like a re- Let me call you back. Because yeah. <laughs> they're saving on flights, <laughs> flights like, hotels, blah, 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 blah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he called me back 20 minutes later. He went, Roy loves the idea. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, right, these are the tunes. We met up, we had one little rehearsal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where we went at through the venue the stuff. Or- no, we, I think we, we had a little rehearsal at the premises or something okay. like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Before Roy came over and then. And then, you know, it was, uh, you know, set up at Ronnie's and, and just go over stuff. Roy was never really one for, you know, really rehearsing. Do you know Yeah, what I mean? he just wants to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. If during the gig he hears something wrong, he'll be like, mm, you know. But, yeah. But yeah. apart from that. If, if the fine. right people recommend you, then. It's on. It's going it, to be of a standard. I can trust. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's as simple as that. And man, I just couldn't believe it. I was there at Ronnie Scott's yeah. playing with Roy Ayers. Because yeah. I saw that little crack of yeah. opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That I, I just had to put it out there and it came back. Brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Seize the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Did you have that pinch yourself moment on stage? You know, I was inspired by this and now I there's and Roy is, it's me. I'm doing my thing and I'm but, holding my own. Yeah. You know? I mean that that pinch yourself moment lasted for at least two years. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so it was so funny because um <clears throat> I think it was one of the last um one of those last three week stints that we did at Ronnie's, I I think for about two years, I didn't really let Roy know that I was a, an actual real fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, I brought this bag in on the last night of, of, the, of the whole thing. So it was, okay. you know, like the 36th set or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. And... Um, I said, Roy, man, you got to do something for me. Otherwise, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> He's like, man, what you talking about? And I and I pulled out this bag and it had about 40 vinyl records, Whoa. all Roy Ayers albums. Whoa. And he's like, who, who, who does this belong to? <clears throat> I said, well, 
they're mine. <laughs> I said, can you sign them? And he, he was just like, wow, he was blown yeah. away. He that was dude like, there's 40 of my records. Wow. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that, wow. that, and that's just the vinyl. Do you know what I mean? The CD. Yeah, the CD is separate to that. Wow. <laughs> but I, I just brought in just the vinyl. Yeah. And, um, Otherwise, he would have been there all day. And signing. he was like, he was signing. He was like, oh my God, you got this. He's like, you know, you can't find this. Is it, is it, I'll give you a hundred bucks for this. <laughs> I said, just, just, just so, sign it. So just, rare, he can't yeah, even get it. He's get like, oh, man, I want to buy it. <laughs> I said, just, just, just sign it. And yeah. just put, put it in the palm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I remember him uh, playing and turning around at one point in the night, you know, I just looked around like, God damn. Because yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was so touched. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's nice. And uh, yeah, it, he was so great to work with, man. Yeah, yeah. So great to work with. Oh, yeah. Fun. You know, like when they say never meet your idols, right. in terms of Roy, that was wrong. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. like, no. It, what I liked is that he really truly portrayed who he is on his records you know like because yeah. a lot of stuff sometimes he even talks on his records and stuff yeah, like that yeah that was it and he's exactly like that he's yeah. exactly yeah. you know that yeah. kind of Roy is honest music character yeah. that, that he is on the records like Poo Poo Lala or whatever yeah that's what he's like yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> he's like that you know he's Brilliant. funny man Brilliant. do you know what I mean that's and cool. uh, we had some some great moments yeah. nice. on, on the road and um yeah, I'll, I will cherish, cherish those, you know. Yeah. And um, I'm just uh, very, very blessed that I'm, I managed to get him. Yeah, 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 yeah. On, you know, on the, the stuff that I'm working on now. I covered yeah. one of his songs yeah. and um, I managed to get him to hear it. And nice. he was like, oh my God. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know? I changed the groove and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the vibe. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah, and I managed to get him to, to play real vibes on my version of, of his song. Nice. and. Uh, Man, I mean, that was that that one day in particular was yeah. it was it was a crazy day because um, I managed to get Roy to hear the track, yeah, and um, he was over playing at the jazz cafe, so it was like December or something, and they were, he was playing free nights. I was speaking to his MD, and he was like, "Listen, keep the middle day free, but come on the first night and speak to Roy." And um, basically, you know, I had to kind of butter him up a little bit. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know. Yeah. So um, I had a studio. I went, I went down and spoke to Roy. And Roy was like, yeah, cool, man. No, we'll play on it. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. Oh, no. Cool. So um, I had a studio booked. I had the real vibes. A friend of mine, Lomi, you know, he's actual real vibes. Oh, you know man. what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. all these things, I was, was prepared. Prepped. Right. So it was like the day has arrived. Right, I'm gonna get down to London. <laughs> gonna set up the vibes. Go get Roy and do this thing. Yeah. And I'm driving down the motorway with the vibes in the back of the car. And then I get a phone call from my friend who's uh, at, you know the studio, and he's like, uh, "Dean, there's been a mix-up. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, there's a band in the studio right now. Ah, uh, um, we're gonna have to." Rebook. I'm like, what, what, what do you mean? No, 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 there, no, no there is no rebooking. There, there, no, there, there, no, there's no. the. Uh, it's impossible. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm today like, or uh, things. Get I, me a closet. Get me something. We need to record this thing. Die. Do you know what I mean? And so I'm like, I've got the vibes in the back. I'm driving down now, man. Yeah. And he said to me, "Okay, look, um, let me see what I can sort out. Let, let me call you back. Let me call you back." So he just, he just keep keep coming down. Keep driving. So I'm driving, and I get a call back, and he calls me. He says, "Ah, oh, right." You know, um, bass player, Rick James, yeah? 
I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, he's got a studio in Camden. I'm like, oh, Camden? I said, that's, that's, that's where Roy's staying right now. Oh, even better. Because, you know, he was playing at the Jazz Cafe. Even better, yeah. So it's like, even better. So, okay, I'll, I'll go there. He said, yeah, don't worry. Rick's cool. He'll open up the session. You, you guys can set up and, and do your thing. And I was like, wow, okay. Nice. So I set up, went down to Rick's studio, set up there, and... Um, went smoothly? Um, well, <laughs> it was funny. Uh-huh. I, um, so I went to call Roy to say, right, I'm I'm here or whatever. And Roy had woken up on the wrong side of the bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Completely wrong uh-huh. side. So I kind of had to re-butter him up, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. Oh, man. oh wow. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, all right, listen, I'll, I'll be down at the lobby in about ten minutes. I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'll be down. Don't worry. Yeah. So I, was, I picked him up, took him to the studio, and then um, he was like, okay, okay. Oh, these are the vibes. So he, you know, picked up the mallets and he's he's warming up, you know, on the vibes. Yeah. And um, Rick just pressed play on the track. So I hear this my track yeah. playing and then i hear roy playing yeah on the real vibes yeah yeah because yeah. on, on pretty much all the shows i did with him he's got this uh electronic vibes do you okay, know what I mean? so it's not yeah yeah it's not the you rules, know yeah. it, it, it's, it's just easy for him to, to move around with them and yeah. and you know you can crank it up and do you know what i mean yes yeah. you know it's a lot easier for the live situation but but at, at, at that point i've only i think apart from this one show that we did at the royal festival hall i'd never really heard him play real 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 vibes while standing next to him in the room yeah and at that moment when i heard him play the real vibes and hearing the playback of the the track that i produced (laughs) and then my breathing starts to get heavier and i'm thinking what's what's going on i don't realize it i'm i'm realizing that i I'm breaking down in tears. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm crying. I'm, do you know what I mean? I'm in tears. Because, yeah. you know, it, it, it looked like that the session wasn't even going to happen on that day. Happen, do you know what I mean? And then it happened. And then it happened. And I just, I just became so emotional. Yeah. That's do you know what nice, I mean? Though. My hero, my idol. Yeah. You know, Roy Playing is. on the thing. That's crazy. <laughs> was just there. You know, oh, yeah. In fantastic moments. So. That's, that's crazy. That's a really nice story. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. cool. Yeah, and he did it in one take. Done. One take. Although I'm not being funny. The amount of times that you're saying that he's performing, like twice a day for for three weeks, (laughs) for years on end. If you can't just go and and go home after that, then boy, I don't know what you... I mean, that guy's got serious energy. I, I remember we did like three days and it was consecutively. We did like the first day, Paris. The second day, we were in Tunisia. Oh, wow. And then the third day, we were out in Wales. Well, wow! Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Wow! And he was in his seventies at that point. Do you know That's what I mean? A lot, man. And he handled it like no- I was mashup. Okay. He, <laughs> he handled it like nothing. Like it was like yeah, oh, whatever. Man. But you're you're, prob- you're probably going out afterwards, though, dude. Don't don't try and make it sound like. You know, you know, Roy was doing this thing and going to sleep. No, I was Dean sleeping. Was, yeah, he's saying that. Dean was probably up till 7 a.m. And then back in playing at day three is like, why, why do I feel so, why do I feel so mash? I mean, he's 70. How am I doing this? He went to sleep, Dean. He went to sleep. Oh, God. Yeah, you know a lot about that. <laughs> that me. <laughs> Oh, gosh. oh gosh. No, but that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, um, did your stint with Boy George 
lead to any other things? Like there was obviously you've played with me, but I mean, there's that's not the only notch on your journey. So you've done well, Boy George. You obviously did the stints. Uh, well, I, with I wouldn't Roy. say <clears throat> I wouldn't say no, and but not necessarily yes. But the thing it did do it it solidified within that whole musical community. It solidified my um, your name, my name. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Dean is. Yeah, he can he do this. Is a bass player. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He is a, a, a proper session guy. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. after doing that particular tour, I was taken seriously because the minute you say, oh, yeah, I, I did, you know, X, Y, Z, that's yeah. it. You're taken seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's not going to be associated there yeah. unless it's of a certain standard. You know, especially yeah. on bass because, you know, that is it's one of those instruments that, that it really sticks drive out. the music. It sticks out. Bass and drums, right? If, if those two are bad on, Every, a li- on a live gig, you know about everybody's it. Everybody's bad. Yeah, because yeah. the whole groove is gone. No yeah. one's really moving. Yeah. You know, it needs to be tight. And then everything else can kind of sit yeah. on top and, and, and move around. Yeah, everything yeah. else could be okay. But if your drums yeah. and bass are whack, yeah. you're all whack. Yeah, the, the whole the whole, <laughs> the whole, scene, nothing doesn't quite, no one even knows why it's wrong. And but like, it just doesn't feel right. Even like touring with you, you got yeah. like one of the, the most... You know, the voice of pure butter and nah, velvet. Man. But if nah. drums and bass were whack. Nah, nah, nah. Dance with you sound like, <laughs> just don't dance. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. No, not but this. yeah, it was it was definitely one of the things where after that, at that particular point in time, after that, I was taken seriously. Yeah. And then, you know, after working with, with Roy, yep. I was taken very seriously. Okay, yeah, well, because you know, that's, that's even, you know, the whole, like, there's, there's you know, pop, soul, uh, uh, R&B, once you can uh, jam in a slightly more jazzy uh, yeah. vein of things, I mean, that's... But but with that, I wouldn't necessarily yeah. call it jazz because it was, yeah. I mean... No, not jazz, but what, yeah, I mean I is, know. In, what I mean is a more complex arrangements. Yes, that's yes, what I yes, mean. yes. More yeah, complex yeah. arrangements, what I mean, more slightly more yeah. jazzy. So, you know, the, the chords aren't going to be yeah. a standard you know, four or five chord progression. Because Roy is like, I, I always call him like the, you know, like the godfather of Neo Soul because you've got yeah. guys like Mary J. Blige and yeah. she's covered like quite a few of his tunes. Yeah, 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 Eric yeah, Badu, yeah. the same. Yeah. And, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah, yeah. that whole kind of music coloration that you, even people like D'Angelo uses. It's all, yeah, it's again, all Roy Ayers kind of yeah, yeah. that colour, you know, yeah. with... Yeah. The, the, like the way really he would have Defender Roads like, yeah <laughs> do you know whoa, what I mean whoa, yeah. it's like just yeah. those beautiful soulful colours yeah and again when you then on the bass can make the right choices around those types of arrangements exactly exactly then it's like whoa yeah. alright you know so and that led on to me then um, going getting into the pop domain because I, I remember okay. whilst at Ronnie Scott's with, with Roy Ayers loads of musicians used to pass through because you yeah. know if you had your little, your little MU yeah. Uh, membership you can yeah. get in go in uh, and hang out and, yeah. and just see the gigs and I remember quite a lot of musicians was passing through yeah. and I was thinking how did Dean get this gig <laughs> <laughs> how did he get what because at that point you know if American artists came over it was American musicians yeah it was as simple as that yeah, you know yeah. the, it, it, you didn't it wasn't it didn't happen yeah. it's that little young black kid from South London doing playing with yeah yeah. What? And keeping up. How do, yeah, How's keeping, it keeping up? up. I mean, you you know yourself, I'm, yeah. I'm quite, I can be a bold character within the yeah. instrument. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. Woo, woo. But it's it's a, it's a tightrope because, you, you know, you're, you're doing the songs that you're very well known for. Yeah. But I want to take it from what's on the record to the live domain yeah. and make it sound yeah. a little bit more special. But yeah. 
if you musically step on the toes of the artist, yeah. you're either going to get a look, yeah, or you're going to get a message via yeah, somebody yeah, else yeah, 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 that yeah, says, yeah, yeah, hmm, yeah, we're not sure, yeah, about. we're not so sure. <laughs> and if it continues, you might get another gig. <laughs> you know what it was, yeah. You know, but it's and it, it's what you said. It's a really thin line yeah. between complimenting, yeah what the audience knows and them feeling, oh, this is still exactly what I know, but ooh, there's this flavor that's been added. Yeah. Versus that guy's going off on one. <laughs> that guy's exactly. just having his own party over and there. And I think that's, <laughs> yeah. that's where playing with Roy was where I learned how to do that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because I, one, because I kind of really knew the songs inside out because I was such a great fan. Yeah. But also hearing how, how the band sounded like with Donald and whatever, I, I kind of knew what Roy would like. So I would kind of just experiment a little bit and sometimes within the groove, just stretch out a little, a little bit. bit. And if I got a little bit of a look or turn around, okay, well, well, I'm, I'm going to yeah, do yeah, that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to really, really, come back in again a little yeah. bit and you can find your spot yeah. and think, all right. And again, in within that situation, I had um, some great schooling. I call it schooling, but... You know, I, I was in, just in fantastic company. I mean, on on that particular gig, there was a drummer called Dennis Davis. Yeah, and he's on a lot of the early Roy Ayers records, oh, okay. and um, so he's on Red, Black, and Green album. He's on the Coffee album. Sweet. He's on you know the You Send Me album. He's on quite a lot of those. But he's also on the Hotter Than July Stevie Wonder album. Oh. He's also on quite a few of the David Bowie albums. That's him oh. on Ashes to Ashes and the, oh man, yeah. So this guy, oh, yeah. he wasn't someone who knew about the music. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah. a guy that was oh, he's, he's, he's on. The, yeah. He was yeah. on. The, and I remember we were playing. There was one tune we were playing one time, and um, it was a nice kind of disco like funk. And um, I was just kind of in the groove. And as we were playing, I hear yo, yo. And I'm thinking, huh? Uh, and he's like, he's, he's got this look on his face and he goes, yo, you got to listen to me, man. You got to oh. listen. And I'm thinking, oh no, oh no, oh, oh no. <laughs> Wrist has been slapped. Do you know I what I mean? Just, uh... And I just thought, okay, well, he knows a lot more than me. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to humble myself in, humble yourself by humble myself <laughs> in that moment. And I thought, okay, let me just really listen to him. And I thought, okay, okay. I'm really, I'm just going to lock and I, I didn't realize but he was making you know these just these little incremental micro adjustments adjustments like in between like the verse the chorus the, do you know what I mean yeah he, he, you know he may push the chorus just a little bit just yeah. hint towards pushing a little it bit more energy and come back a little bit in the in the verse yeah. and then once I really locked with him he just started laughing he's like <laughs> Ah, <laughs> you bad motherfucker! You bad. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I knew I had it. Yeah, because, I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, he's one of those guys. If they had to explain to you what it was that was wrong, then you got no place of being yeah, up on that stage. And he would yeah. be like, "Roy, man, I can't work with this cat, man." Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. It would be that straight. He, he wouldn't even talk to you about it. It would just be like, "Yo, I can't work with this cat, man. We yeah. gotta get, we gotta get somebody else." Oh, whoa. do you know what I mean? It will literally. Yeah, he ain't ready yet. <laughs> it will wow. literally go to that stage. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So, that's good um, though, because that's the thing on stage. It is that is a that is a um, that does take some time. 
being in a band, bigger bands, smaller bands, whatever. Mm. Everyone is actually listening to everyone else. Yes. As well as figuring out timing, as well as figuring out cues, as well as figuring out as when to give energy in a song, when to give less. How's the artist feeling on that day? Do we need to support him more? Do we need to just back off a little bit more? All that stuff is, uh, it, I, you know, it takes being on stage and giving it time to learn that. Yeah. You know, yeah. And being open to, humble enough to learn that. Because I guess another thing, uh, again, you've worked with many different people, so you would definitely uh, be, able, be able to appreciate that more so than even myself because I'm always working with me as the primary, you yeah, know, whereas yeah. you're always there to support yeah. the vision, I guess. Yeah. Of the of whoever's artist. on stage. Yeah. And that vision changes artist by artist. So yes. one person might be like, oh, just be free. And the other person might be like, no, we just want ABC. Yes. It has to, yeah. And yes. I've worked with so some of those artists. So to be humble artists. enough to say, all right, let me pull it back when you just want to go free yeah. versus, you know. That's yeah. A, and I've been, and it's knowing when to do that. And sometimes it's knowing when to do that even before you've been told. You just really got to suss up the situation and, and just look at it. Because there's certain artists, they, they need to be like right on top of everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And they don't want any kind of musical challenges or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. They just or want any <clears throat> more input, I guess. Yeah, yeah maybe. they just yeah. want a, a particular platform, yeah. a foundation, yeah. musical bed, and that's yeah. it. And that's right for them, I guess, on but their some other journey, some yeah. other artists, they want you to come with it. Come on, stretch, because yeah. they, they, they the want to be taken experience. on a journey. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, um, yeah. yeah, I think working with Roy was where I, where I learned how to do that, how to put in bits and stuff you know, salt and pepper, yeah, season it a little season bit. up the music yeah. and take it somewhere without the artist turning around and give you a dirty look. And saying, yo, man, this is my gig still. <laughs> it's my gig. So, <laughs> so at Ronnie Scott's, I got um, seen by um, a drummer, MD, a guy called Frank Tonto. Mm -hmm. And um, he was then like, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. man, you're, you're sounding nice. Yeah. And at that point, I was doing a little bit of the, because Roy Ayers had this great tune called Poo Poo La La. Yeah, and yeah. on the original record, it was like synth bass. So I thought, right, I'm going to play the synth bass on okay. that tune. Do you know what I right, mean? Yeah. So I was running some synth so bass So can, well. can you play keys then? A little bit, yeah. Because right, I'm doing synth bass. I mean, like, yeah. Because yeah. I, 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 basically, I, I'd seen a, a friend of mine called Mark Willis um, do that with Alexander O'Neill and it blew my mind like yeah. what <laughs> guys playing all, all that bass on the keyboards <laughs> on the what keys. so and, you went home and again within a week I had a key <laughs> but you see that you're driven though you're you're self driven which when is, I see someone do something and I can't do it I'm like nah I got I'm not having out. that I'm not having that yeah. I want to be able to do that yeah. so I got I got myself a little synth bass yeah. I'm just looking at that bass on the wall man whoa Bass looks lovely. Oh, the six string. That's six yeah. string. Huh? Yeah. I had to stop and count. I'm like, six man said five string. You got a six string bass. That's a beautiful bass on the wall, man. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got a synth bass, yeah. and um, yeah, I learned that stuff, and and you know, working with Roy gave me the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I also worked with a guy called Don Blackman. Okay. And um, one of his tunes had a synth bass thing in it, and I and I played that as well nice. on, on on the gig. And Frank was like, there's a gig coming up and they want a bass player that can do yeah. bass and synth. He said, we'd love to have you. I said, oh, what's the, what's the gig? He said, it's Craig David. Oh, whoa, all right. I was like, okay. So this was the very first yeah. outing with yeah, yeah, a yeah. full band okay. that Craig was about to have because he was right. doing stuff like with just acoustic guitars with yeah, Fraser yeah, T. Yeah. Smith at that point. In that case then, that is the first time I saw you on a stage, as in literally on a stage. Because oh. at some point... I don't know when it was. At some point, I did see that tour. 
Okay. And you were on that tour. So that was, that was probably, that would have been the first time that I've actually saw you on the on, 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 on a stand. I want that guy in my bed. Yeah, <laughs> no, but the thing is, at that point, I wasn't even like, you know, I was basically just in studios like the, I think you broke about three tip- years prior. Uh, after, yeah, after, after that. that yeah. 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 So my, what is it, mainstream yeah. career was not a prospect at that point. So yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. So yeah, so journeys and lines. Yeah, so so that gave me, you know, brought me into the the pop domain. Yeah, but what was what was fun about it is is because the pop thing had a a whole different discipline. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's much more. Do you know what I mean? And it was literally ones and zeros. You play it like the record. Yeah, but coming from the school that I came from, I'm like. I have to season this thing up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I gotta season this thing up. But when you do that, you it's all about the vocals. It's all yeah. if you do anything that encroaches on the vocals, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's out next. So it's it's learning yeah. how to how to just make it sound live. Yeah. But don't get in the way. You know, yeah. you've got to lift up the artist. Yeah. You know, really make them and I believe through bass you can make other things shine you can make an yeah, artist shine of course simply through the way you play the bass yeah, yeah that's you know that's the whole for me anyway that's the whole point i always say like live is the is the real sell mm. you know you can sell records you can sell but the, the real reason that you're putting out well for me anyway the real reason i like to release music or put music out is because I want people to come and see me live because I believe that's the best version of myself. Mm. And when you do that, you want them to have that experience, which to me should be the enhanced version exactly. of what you think. Because exactly. if you want the record, play it at home. Then go listen to the record. Yeah. But when you come and see me, I want you to leave and say, oh, that wow. dude, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, wow. He brought some game. Yeah. Like this was a lot of fun, you know? So. Yeah. Um, which do you know what it can be done there's many ways of, of what is it many ways of skinning a cat is that what yeah. it is? <laughs> many ways of skinning a cat uh, don't ever skin don't cats people do no, please don't, don't do that that's cats. not the right thing uh, but yeah there's many ways of cooking the same dish yeah for me I just want when you come and see me live I believe that's the selling point I believe that's yeah. when someone says do you know what I want to buy the next record or I want to come to the next gig yeah and that's your and at the same time that's when you can lose someone you yeah. can come and they seem like wow that wasn't so great was it, was it? you know so but, yeah. but no we don't enter that domain no no we, we don't enter no, that, we, that that don't exist we have to take it to the next yeah, level yeah. but I remember at a, um, one point working with you I think it yeah. was the before we went I think it's Truth About Love album yeah. had just um, dropped, dropped yeah. and we were doing uh, some TVs yeah, 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 and I remember I think it was an MTV or something we were doing or channel, I can't remember what we doing but there was one of the songs yeah because you had a, a, a real kind of classic soul yeah real classic soul feel about yeah. um these these things so i thought right i'm gonna i'm actually gonna go back to four string bass yeah and um really get that classic feel yeah. and um and i kind of just enhanced because i think it was pino on the record um, yeah pino yes right yeah yeah pino Palladino. But, yeah, but, yeah should have got dino but anyway um <laughs> <laughs> But, um, <laughs> but but also Pino was using that kind of Jameson type, you know, that Motown yeah, that type correct. approach. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, right, I'm gonna go for like the Motown yeah. Jameson yes. kill on this yeah. Yeah, on yeah. this groove. I remember there's one tune we were playing, and there was um th- th- there's a bridge part that comes about two or three times in the song. Yeah, and I think on the third one, 
I thought, right, I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna put this Motown, <laughs> this Motown Jameson, yeah. you know, chili sauce in this bridge. And then I think after one, you came over to me and said, "Man, whenever we get to that bridge, I don't even want to sing. <laughs> I just want to listen. See, I don't even want to sing. I just want to listen. I love what you do. And that, yeah, to me at that time, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. that was. <laughs> such a big compliment to me oh, I, man, I, yeah. it meant so much to me oh, because yeah, yeah. as far as I was concerned I was thought I just really wanted to make it musical yeah 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 do you know what I mean but just knowing that it yeah. meant so much no, to definitely. you yeah as a, because artists don't they don't say stuff like that to, okay, to, to right. you know what I mean because yeah, yeah. some of them just, just clock in clock out you know yeah, what I mean and, yeah, and, they, yeah, yeah. and they got on with, but you yeah. came and yeah. was like man yeah. but do you know what it is also you know you can you can hear or feel when anyone, whether it be BVs, whether it be guitarists, anyone has gone the little extra mile. Because like you can, back then obviously sending out CDs, you can send out a CD and people get the thing, they learn the chords, they come and play. And you can hear, blah, 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 blah. They've played, they've learned the song, yeah? yeah? But learning a song is very different to learning, like you said, you know, without you even saying what you said there, I would know that you did that or would, would think that, he, either he's bloody amazing or he must have done that because you know you sat and thought okay that's that guy's approach how can I bring my flavour what approach should I take like you said I went back to four string bass so that I can get the same mm. all that thought process mm. so if everyone in the band does that mm. when it comes together it sounds like that yeah. intent was there that intent to make it somehow yes, better was yeah, there yeah you because know? <clears throat> some people you know they kind of just play to um kind of just get the job done. Yeah. But for me, that's never yeah. been enough. Yeah. You know, which is probably why I, you get the calls. So I, I want to play. I want to mash you up. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to <laughs> play to devastate. And it, it, and it's an attitude thing. <laughs> yeah. do, do you know what I mean? It's kind yeah, of an attitude yeah. thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and out of all the instruments, the one thing, one instrument that really requires a lot of attitude. Yeah. And this is not to do with technique because you can be, yeah. you know, technically rubbish. Yeah, but yeah. if you've got so much attitude yeah. on the particular instrument, the bass. Yeah, it's just gonna yeah. come through. Yeah, it'll come through. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, to sound that way, it, yeah. it's not something that that can just happen. You have to mean it. It has to. It's yeah. with full intention. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you know, I listened to the record. Just I thought, okay, what? How is he viewing this? Yeah. So we're thinking that the sound palette is yeah, 70s, 60s soul. Yeah. Yeah. This um so he's thinking right four string um precision bass or do you know what I mean yeah. Jameson type thing do you know what I mean I'm having to think all these type of things yeah, 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 yeah. do you know what I mean yeah and that makes for that makes for a, for a better gig yeah. <laughs> yeah and I know that I want to increase it but yeah. I know that I still don't want to get in the way of your vocals but I still want to make you go damn that was nice do you know what I mean it's a it's a tight it's a, it's, a, it's a balance yeah it's yeah. a balance do you yeah. know what I mean yeah. it's so funny because when I showed up with the the four string fender Steve Levitt the the yeah. um, production manager like yeah. no that's a proper bass yeah we love Levitt because <laughs> <laughs> at that point Levitt. he's only seen me with five string basses like, yeah. that's not a proper bass yeah. when he saw me with the four string that's a proper bass yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like Levitt do you know that's the thing with touring as well a lot of you don't realise like sometimes even the people just loading and loading out the experience that you're surrounded by is uh is uh i don't know it's pretty it's pretty awesome sometimes yeah 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 all right so look so you got the call um craig tour that's a big one that was massive at the time oh man and, i mean he's still going but i mean that particular yeah. tour was woo. so we're talking when walking away and 
Yeah. Fill me in. Yeah, everything was just and it. Was everything in was the charts. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It. Seven yeah. days in the charts at that time. Yeah. And that was the first time that I'd heard, in terms of, instead of just applause, you know, when you finish. Yeah. This was the first Rapturous. time I'd heard <laughs> screaming. The first time. The absolute pandemonium yeah, yeah. going on. Do you know what I mean? Crazy. Like, oh my goodness. Hold on, wasn't, wasn't the boy George one must have been? Yeah, there was a kind bit of that. There was a yeah. I mean, those those were big gigs. There were some and open Brazil. air gigs and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But Craig was on another level. That was in the moment. Bang, yeah, it right was, then. Yeah. Now. Because still at that point, that was mid nineties, you know, yeah. George's, you know, big outing was you know, the eighties. Do you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was something in the moment. Else. This right guy now, was fire. The, you know, he was the hottest ticket yeah, at that period, point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It yeah, was yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. You know. And um, yeah. just the, the 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 pandemonium was crazy. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Playing that the the first um, theatre tour, and then a few months later playing the arena tour. You know, I got the <laughs> the little plaque. On oh the, yeah, on the yeah, wall, you know on, the, on the wall behind. <laughs> you know, arenas there. Yeah, all the uh, arena dates and um, nice. Yeah. yeah, you know, playing to those those huge crowds and having different to the jazz thing where you can kind of stretch it every night and go somewhere else. This was somewhere that destination was very defined. Yeah. You, know, you play it just like the record yeah, and yeah. be on the money. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, but in front of, you know, 15,000 people every night. Do you know that's, what I mean? That's all right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you, you know what that's all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know good. what I mean? It's good but, fun. It's good fun. And it was, for me, it was the first time doing that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? At, cool. at, at that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was fantastic. I cool. loved it. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. it. Was so then. So then, from Craig's one, what what was the next project? Well, um, I remember finishing up with with Craig, yep. and I remember hearing this song called "Dance with You." Oh, this guy! <laughs> I thought, man. This this guy with the green eyes. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I thought, man, I'd love to work with him. I would, that song is bad. So I was straight after. Yeah, nice. So right. Literally like right. one month. Oh man, I literally got, I got the like, warm dean. Boom. Seriously, because I remember uh, it was like the last day that I, I actually remember it was December the twelfth. Yeah, two thousand and three was the last thing I did with Craig. Okay, it was um, at Maidavell Studios in, in in London doing a. Um, some kind of Christmas pre-Christmas nice. thing okay. and then literally I had about a month off and I got the call Boom. to come work with you let's get out <laughs> do you know what I mean and it was it was that first look, that I first in the back pocket do you, do you remember that first promo tour we did if it yeah, was about yeah. January February yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 2004 yeah. and um, the, the girl group 411 were supporting oh yeah 411 yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah so I felt like I was on top because I was you know we, we, Craig and then yeah. I was on yeah. the road yeah. you know yeah. we roll it with, with you do you yeah. know what I mean and songs were bad yeah. I was yeah. like it was good fun it yeah. was yeah. wicked yeah. Yeah. yeah just in between um, working with Craig and yourself I did some stuff with Alexander O'Neill so that was okay. how I got to work with Billy right yes so then there's the link yes. to so, the recommendation for me yeah All so right. at one point I was doing you know my head was huge because at one point <laughs> At one point, I was playing with Roy Ayers, yeah. Don Blackman, and Alexander O'Neill at the same time. Those are like, yes. yeah, that, that, those are my gigs, you know? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's serious. You, you know, that it's like, serious. who's, who's, who's going to say 
Nah, man, you should I'm be right. doing something else. You, you. No, this is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? This is what I do. And also, you know, playing with Alexander O'Neill, that's what really got my... I, you know, I thought during the Craig David thing that I could play synth bass. But oh, actually, yeah, that, Alexander O'Neill, that's a lot of synth that, bass. Well, basically, it's only about four tunes on bass guitar. Oh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> the so rest is all... And it's Jam and Lewis. Yeah, so that's... It's, uh, eat your, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, funk, yeah. funk, funk, funk. You eat got, your heart If you're out. not in that pocket... Get off the stage. <laughs> I'm telling you, you ain't got no business yeah. being up in there. Yeah. Do you know wow. what I mean? So, uh, yeah, you know, working with, with Billy and and those guys on Alexander O'Neill, that's what really got my synth playing yeah. right up there. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah It's so yeah. funny. That my first gig with Alex, oh, man, it was an... Oh, that was the first time I was really actually nervous on stage. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because oh, I think, I can't remember what the situation was, but Billy called me to um, come in and do Alex's gig. I picked up the, the mini disc of the, yeah. the, the concert, do you know yeah, what I mean? And learned that. But the thing was, it was one of those, you know, midsummer festivals. Okay. You know, I think it was like a festival in Watford or yeah, something like that. You know, those loads, big yeah. parks, you know, we've we done loads of yeah, those, yeah, those kind of things. Of so we were on stage probably about five or six early evening, late afternoon. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so obviously there's a band on before you, there's a band on before that. Yeah. So when yeah. you get onto the stage, yeah. there, there's no sound check. It was literally, oh yeah, Alex, this is Dean. He's playing bass today. And uh, okay, you know, all right, one, two. Oh, whatever. Go, do you know what I mean? What, and there was no rehearsal prior to that. Alex would do this thing where um, he wouldn't sing until he was feeling the groove. He did that on literally every gig. Do you know what I mean? He don't open his mouth until he feels that, yes, I'm now, feeling this. Yeah. Now I'm ready. And he will start singing. And I remember I, it's one of these grooves we were playing and we were going round the groove. And Alex leaves the front of the stage and walks towards me. And it looked like to me, he was just staring me out whilst I'm playing. And I'm, I'm like thinking, oh God, <laughs> why is he looking at me like this? Why is he looking at me like this? And it, it didn't look like a very friendly expression oh, on his face oh, <laughs> at oh. that particular time. Oh, so I was just thinking, just, play, just get on with it. Just play this groove. Yeah. Just play this groove. Just Listen play. to the drummer. Play yeah. it. His expression on his face doesn't change. But then he says, bad motherfucker. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, he likes it. I thought he was like, this guy can't play. I was, I was certain that he was like, this guy can't play. I like that bad motherfucker. And it goes off, <laughs> and so, then he walks off and starts singing. He just wanted to listen to you for a bit, like, yeah, yeah, because he had never heard me before. So he's like, let me check out this guy. This dude, let me see what he's coming with. What's yeah. he bringing to the party? You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> that is good. That is. Good. I was seriously, I was petrified. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but you see what I mean again all those little validations see with your story story it's been like you know a lot of people I would say you know if you're a, a bass player or a musician trying to get into uh, bands and touring and that get in front of people and show them how much you've learned every single time and organically mm. you've been recommended 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 because you're that good um, let's hope yeah <laughs> I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if that if that that can be the case or the same journey for everyone but the key thing is, you know, put in the, the amount of time into your own instrument, into whatever it is yeah. that you want to do, whether it be songwriting, whether it be singing, whether it be playing an instrument, the bass, the guitar, the drums, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. do that. But also I'd say you've been um, very proactive socially. 
you know? Like okay. you say, you saw a little crack. You're like, oh, excuse me, I can, I can, I can, you know? Yeah. So you've, yeah. you've kept your eye open to see what is there, what is there. And when that hasn't been there, you've still gone to open nights to just play. Yes. Just because you love playing. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's... Uh, do you, do you think those things still hang around now? Like the, uh, not hang around. Do you think there's as much, well, right now there's none of it, but do you think the whole every night playing somewhere part? Well, the, that there bit there is... aren't as, as many venues doing that, yeah. you know, like just pre-pandemic. But uh, hopefully, you know, I, I think the pendulum will have been pulled back so far that there's going to be a big swing. Because we <laughs> have been stuck. Of entertainment, like of, real entertainment, of real entertainment, real live music. Yeah. People appreciating live artistic expression, yeah. right there in yeah. front of them, in yeah. the flesh, in the moment. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, we're going to see a, a nice, healthy resurgence of some that whole, of fantastic uh, live yeah. music. Yeah, I think, you know like you I mean? said, when the, your description of the kind of like the open mic night, so to speak, is um. I don't know. It seems very uh, helpful in your case, you know. People, yeah. these going down, just seeing you. Oh, that one's good. Pick that one out. That one's great. Pick that one out, and and recommending you into other bands, and then you yeah, proving it was yourself. The best way to get seen and yeah. just to keep on top of your yeah. game. Do you yeah, know like I mean? you said, what is it? Uh, uh, rehearsing in the room with Ishmael was very different to actually doing a gig. Mm. Even with Ishmael, online is one experience. Mm. Being in the room uh, rehearsing is one experience. The live small stage is one experience, and progressing to bigger stages mm. is is, is uh, kind of like another experience. But I think they all serve their purpose. Yeah, they all connect. You know, but initially, I think it is like you say, loving the thing that is that you do. Yeah, and then trying to expand on that. Yeah, and yeah. you know, like you say, you're still passionate about it, and that's one thing I, I never want to lose. Yeah. I, I still want to be like a little kid in a candy shop. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of music, it's, yeah. it's, it is that thing. Yeah. That's, that's the only way you that, keep on growing. Yeah. yeah. And you've never learned it all. So, you know, for the last how many of years, you know, I've been writing songs and, and recording and, yeah. and producing. And so there's been so much stuff that I'm still learning. And yeah. the journey just doesn't end. So, Dean from 2021 onwards obviously you're still going to do some live stuff that's always that's in your veins mm. uh, you know I go on the road I'm going to holler dang I need that I need that bottom end oh, right man. so that's that standard you but, know you got me 24-7 man you got me you got me but moving forward like <laughs> for Dean is that you are you just happy content just playing that or what? is there other you know what? how, how else do you want to well, express yourself well it's funny because so over the past five years I've been getting material together in the view of trying to put together a Dean Mark album. Originally, I kind of thought that, you know, just me being a bass player, that, that it would be more of an instrumental kind of journey. But it so turns out that all the songs are all vocal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you see? Do you know what I mean? You see? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because you kind of end up doing stuff and writing stuff. That would sound all right, Why actually. Not? Yeah. And then, you know, I've involved a few different, singers yeah. along the way one of which is LaDonna oh, I love LaDonna LaDonna's done some some BBC yes. she should have brought out an album ages ago well, listen man I mean you know um, we both worked together with you but we also yeah. worked together with with Don Blackman who nice. was one of the you know legends of American funk yeah 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 you yeah, know yeah. and um, uh, there's a particular song called Heart's Desire that is like it's one of the 
baddest funk tunes of all no, time. No. And I thought, I'm going to do a cover of it. I mean, sacrilege. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you cover this song? But I just, I have to yeah, do, do it. Your flavor, and I'm not man. also going to just cover it. I'm going to put me into it. I'm going to yeah, put my yeah. own stamp on it. Yeah. But I thought, I'm going to get, because we worked together and sadly, um, I think back in 2013, Don, sadly passed away so i wanted to do this as a a kind of tribute Tribute to him you know but covering one of his songs and using as many of the guys in the band that i could get so um, it's myself and um ladonna um singing lead and um and junior curtain on drums he was he was playing drums with with me and don as well so um but ladonna man uh vocals oh yeah, yeah, she came. She did the vocals here. Oh, nice! And yeah. she smacked yeah, it. Yeah, she's talented. Man. Oh my gosh! Absolutely, she sounds fan flipping tastic. Yeah. So that's your current project. It's a pa- well, everything you do is passion. You can tell one thing from today's so, uh, podcast: passion is is <laughs> is huge where Dean is concerned. Generally, you know. So so that's good. So you're pouring your passion into that yeah. project as well. Yeah, at, at the yeah. Moment. yeah, yeah. And it's the a Dean bit, Mark album. Has it got a name yet? Um, you're, still t- you're still tinkering I'm still I, I don't know because I've obviously I played you quite a few of the little oh, bits lovely, and pieces lovely I, so, I was trying to I was I trying to know. I was trying to come across as oh yeah so what are you working on I've heard the things amazing people <laughs> amazing um, I don't know just, it sounds I might I might even call the, the like you know name of the album I, yeah. I might call it Goosebumps and Butterflies because oh, there, there is a song on there called the Goosebumps tune. and Butterflies I love that tune people <laughs> need to hear the tune you know it kind of the name kind of sticks out so that's I'm, really I'm, good yeah. I might I might use that as that's, you know if you know when we get to album stage yeah. that might be the um that might be the name of the album that's a that's a, but, um, that's a good name a good, good but yeah track. but I. As I said, originally, I didn't really see me singing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times we limit ourselves. Yeah. Just in doing whatever. Because I've know? always been the guy at the back. At the back is that. Making, but once making you, funny faces. Own thing, yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's you another know, thing though. Dean does do a face on the bass. When he's on, he's like... The, the, you know, there was one gig I used to do yeah. and uh, the host of the show you, used to say, and on the bass we have... The face, <laughs> <laughs> because I, when I play, I make all these faces. You really and, do. and some people didn't actually know my name; they just knew me as the face. <laughs> the I remember face. walking somewhere in London. Someone, the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, my name's Dean. Yeah, 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 Dean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dean has got a face for bass. <laughs> you had to say face for radio, face for bass. But yeah, you know, yeah. I've always been, you know, just like the guy in the back. Maybe so. that's the name of the album, The Face. You know, <laughs> I'll tell you a little story. Yeah. Because as I said, um, I, got, I managed to get Roy to play on the album. Yeah, and part of the uh, the deal was that I had to I, I helped him out on one of the shows. Okay, right. So I helped him out with some BVs, right? Because oh, uh, sweet. yeah, right. he he didn't. Um, I think on that particular show, um, his uh, normal BV guy John Presley didn't wasn't able to make the show or whatever. Yeah. So I said, I don't worry, I, you know, because oh, I, I, I worked with him for many years, so I, I know everything. So I thought, okay, yeah, I'll do I'll, be, I'll do BVs for you. As well. and he's like, oh, cool, cool. So, you know, that helped land, land me the session, you know nice, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But the thing was, earlier on that day, I just thought, oh God, I'm going to be on stage and not even holding an instrument. I was nervous. Oh, so, you wow. know what I did? I came in here, came into the studio, I brought my, I took out a couple of tambourines and some <laughs> shakers. I thought, 
I'm not standing on that stage oh, wow. singing empty-handed. Oh, wow. I can't do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess that's a familiarity thing, do you know what I mean? Wow. I needed some sort of comfort. <laughs> because comfort blanket. There's, there's me putting myself forward. Say, yeah, I'll sing BVs for you. Thinking, <laughs> I don't really sing BVs for anyone. You know what I mean? Because I sing BVs for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I'm always, but even that, you're but still have, holding a bass. I have my bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't just, I can't do it. I had I've got a picture of you there with a triangle. <laughs> the song doesn't even have a triangle in it, but you're still holding the triangle. Like, I, I, I feel more comfortable like this, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is hilarious. Bro. Yeah, that that was funny. But um, Sweet. I guess at some point, I'm really going to have to get my act together in yeah. terms of just taking it to the next dimension yeah 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 so it's i'm gonna like, be hitting you up man Lamar, how, did, yeah. how did you do when you when you did that and, and that talk and, and the, how did you handle that and, and with the in-ears and, and, the, and, the, and the thing and the, how did yeah. you do that man? <laughs> you know the thing i think it's like with anything though the more you do it the more you'll become more comfortable until eventually it's just second nature isn't it? it's just second nature oh yeah man i'm gonna have to get second nature kind of quick <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna drop the album uh soon or is it more you're just gonna continue until you feel it's perfect in your eyes and then you're gonna do it like what is there uh, is a, there a time a bit of both because i'm i'm getting um the first one ready the one with roy is yeah ready so it's, it's it's weird because because i'm kind of just doing everything i'm not signed or anything like yeah. that and yeah. i'm skinned so <laughs> I've had to learn to do everything. Do That's you know good, what I mean? Knowledge like, is power. So like mixing and stuff like that. Yeah. And as I've got on, I've got a lot better. So are you enjoying that? It's a um, it's a real science, you know. Isn't mixing it? is I'm it's taught it's a science, a complete man. science, <laughs> a science that never ends. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, so I've I've improved and I've got a lot better. So what I've had to do is go back and listen to some of the stuff I've completed at the beginning stage. I'm like. Okay, we and need you to go hear back the difference. In. Yeah, yeah. hear the difference. So I went back in and I remixed um, I Want to Touch You, Baby, the track that I covered for Roy Ayers. It sounds wicked now. It sounds wicked. 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 So yeah, so I've got to get that mastered. But then, you know, now I've got to start thinking about all the other things, you know, the the, the marketing side, the digital domain, yeah. and yeah. all that all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I, I would like to have that out there, you, you know, by the summer or whatever. And, um, you know, finish up the rest yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, in the meantime. So probably towards the end of the year, you'll, you know, have like a full Dean Mark project. Nice. Do you know nice, what I mean? Nice. And uh, and then yeah. apart from that, when the live uh, oh, circuits open again, I'm ready and waiting. You'll be on the stage shredding bases all over the country. I'm telling you, <laughs> murder the bass. <laughs> yes, um, I'm ready for the live thing. And, yeah. but you know, it's, it's, it's lockdown at least, I will have something to show for this lockdown. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, how's it? How's it been for you? Like the whole, the whole. People are saying June. Do you reckon June? Do you reckon July? Do you reckon next year? Do you reckon when do you think it will be back to? I don't know what normal is, but I don't know. I mean, I hope that we can keep to this roadmap as it as it were. Yeah. But as we know, with the, I've never seen anything implemented. Without the famous U turns, yeah, or yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I was speaking to someone. They're saying, you know, if you've got ten thousand people in a field or more, I don't know what the regulations around that are going to be. Yeah. How to limit artists, meet and greets? You know, uh, it's all that highly kind of stuff probable. Is, uh, it's highly probable that yeah. there's going to be some sort of regulation. Regulation, yeah, in yeah. terms of getting getting these things back into operation. Yeah, yeah do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So. I, I think it will be 
over optimistic to think that yeah it will just go straight, people back, straight back to normal yeah. as it was you know it, it will be going back to normal but there's there's going to be a, a, yeah. a difference yeah, 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 yeah for a little while before it fully gets back, back but yeah. as long as we start you know yeah, we've got to start isn't as long as we start. start and and get people back into listening to live because we remember live music for me, as I, I, I've said it before, you know, sometimes, you know, you get those kind of venting Facebook posts sometimes. <laughs> but th- I really do believe that live music is really a huge part of people's good mental health. Yeah. It, it really adds towards really good well-being. You yeah, know, hearing good definitely. live music, it it, it 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 can only do you good. And, yeah. I, and I think once we're allowed, people will really appreciate um, now there's been a break, probably even more so. so oh, uh, probably. I think absolutely, definitely more yeah, than yeah. than than pre-pandemic. People are gonna they they they're really gonna appreciate it. And it's, it's, it's a funny thing because we've always, as musicians, we've always appreciated yeah. it. Even remember when we did the um, those couple of weekends with with Robbie Williams. You, you take a couple of pictures and you post it up on Facebook, and you know the the, the common phrase is. I love my job. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and true, um, yeah. even back then, pre-pandemic, we knew it. We knew that yeah. this is the, yeah, it's the this it's is the, an incredible life to have. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. now, you know, knowing that, yes, I do know that if we can get back to that, then It'll be you great. Know, life is, we have even more of a great value being able to do yeah. and share music with people. We'll yeah. have so much, even more great values. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I really hope that we uh, we can go back and give people that with more feeling and more relevance and yeah, more enthusiasm. Yeah, more enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I think it will be it will be great when we make that musical return. Dino, thank you uh, so much for jumping on the show. Oh, my um, absolute pleasure. Yeah. Hopefully, there's a young, uh, not just bass player. There's a young musician out there who either has been inspired already by seeing you on stage somewhere or is going to take up that guitar and take the next step from going to the room to the actual stage once everything gets back to normal and, you know, start improving on their craft and start their own journey. So, uh, yeah, it's been fun talking, man. Oh, fantastic. Thank you for having me. All right. The I enjoyed that one. Always nice catching up with Dean. If you'd like to follow Dean on social media, uh, Facebook is Dean Mark and Twitter is Dean Mark Base One. Base B A S S. All right. Do you know what was even better than the conversation we had afterwards? Dean decided to do a little cook up and he made some salt fish fritters. That was like the highlight of the day. So tasty. Uh, so yeah, good company, good food. All right. There might be a pause in the frequency of shows over the next month or so but for good reason there's a little project on the side which i'll be able to tell you more about in due course so hold tight no doubt though you'll get a little ping when the next episode of the lamar show is up once again thank you so much for listening and keep your ears peeled if you like today's show please do subscribe and if you can take a moment to rate this podcast on itunes i appreciate you and your time uh if you have any questions or suggestions for the show please do feel free to email me it's lamar at the lamar show.com that's lamar l-e-m-a-r at the lamar show.com if you're an artist or a musician and you like some advice feel free all right catch you on the next one peace